0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, overseer of Dominion Fire Church, Saint City, Las Vegas, Nevada. It is a pleasure to have you here, to hang out with you, to talk with you, to chat with you, and to bring you some of the most amazing Men and women of God all around the world sharing their experience of how God is the real deal, how he heals, how he uh, moves in power, and how he still is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And uh, our guests make that undisputed. So um, by listener request today, I put out a message on Facebook to, uh, to you guys and, and said, basically, who do you want to hear? Who do you want me to, to catch up with? Who, whose story do you want to check out? By listener request today our guest joins us. The gentleman joining me today, by way of Hickory, North Carolina, he is with a group called Dark Night Street Lights. And you may also know him as uh, uh, from some of his time with Inside Out Training and Equipping School. Joining us today, by phone, Daniel Bryant Cook. Daniel Cook, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, bro?
1: Hey, doing great today. Thank you for having me.
0: So, uh, So how's it feel to be like Listener, you're like Listener's Choice, man. What's up with that? You're a popular, you're a popular guy.
1: Well, that that's pretty awesome. Makes you feel good. It makes you feel good.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> that is so awesome. So thank you, listeners, for that. So let's get into this. Daniel, tell us some testimonies. I know you're in the marketplace a lot, and you're around a lot of people. Your um, a lot of your reputation follows you from inside out. So share with us some testimonies. What kind of cool stuff have you seen? Kind of crazy stuff have you seen? What can you share with us?
1: Well, I'll tell you what is uh, a really cool testimony, and this one actually uh, was born or came from Inside Out, uh, was doing just a one-on-one training with someone who, who didn't have the equipment to do it other than by telephone, and they happened to be in in my area, so it was not even a long-distance call. Uh, we just did you know, a class on basic uh, activating prophetic and just learning how to, to activate that, uh, gift within that's within believers, and just to hear for, hear from God in in various forms, whether it be seeing or or actually hearing, uh, or sensing something, and doing one of those activations. And I, I was dealing with a, an individual who was um, from a background where, if you were to speak in tongues, that would be totally like they would actually what she had said is they they told me not to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Um, they did a wonderful job in the class um, of actually seeing and, and hearing and, and kind of receiving the word from God and, and uh, for someone else, and they did did wonderful. And then at the end, the individual asked me, said, "Hey, you know, I would I would like to, you know, you to pray for me about something." And I said, "You know, what's that?" They said, "Well, I just want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit." And I said, "Well, you know, that's not something that I feel like we need to pray about." Um, You already have that inside you, too, and so, you know, we just need to activate in that, so let's do that now. And we just began that process, and what the coolest thing transpired after that, and, you know, the um, signs, wonders, and miracles follow those that believe in the name of Jesus. So this individual activated their prayer language just over the telephone, and the next day they called me and and text me, you know, and and it was like, first I got a text and it had a picture. It was kind of blurry. I was like, what is that? You know, text it back. And, and I said, I don't know. It keeps appearing. And, and my Bible is filled up with gold dust. And I'm like, with what? And they're <laughs> like, I don't have any glitter here. And so, you know, it kind of, there's the progression of what's going on back and forth. I said, well, you know, send me a, can you take a different picture so I can see what I'm looking at? And I, okay. So they sent me another picture and it was just, about the size of a contact lens. This was really cool. It's been shared uh, on some pages on Facebook and, and different things. I think the Greater News shared at one time. But it's a neat little thing. You know, if you think about Acts uh, chapter nine, uh, Saul of Tarsus was had this encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and during that encounter, something at the end of it. He was prayed for, had hands laid on, and something like scales fell off of his eyes. so this lady, uh after receiving baptism of the Holy Spirit, was had something just keep manifesting around her that looked like contact lenses. She brought it to church, uh was able to look at it, take some other pictures of it, and that was just really you know significant. I don't think it actually physically came from her eyes; we don't know, but It kept appearing. She was brushing it off like she would read her Bible and it would appear like, you know, somewhere on her clothing or on her body. But it was just two was all she could find. And she didn't think anything anything about it and just brushed it off, but it would reappear. Hmm. And so as if to say, you know, the scales are off now, uh, off of your life. And the the things that you were believing that were wrong are really true. And uh, just as a sign just as a wonder kind of one of those things that makes you wonder and that was a really really neat one
0: um, did in her case was and, there was there a healing involved with her as well or was it just an activation
1: well some emotional stuff i think okay. uh, after that being in connection with her after the fact there was a lot of emotional things that that went on her life was healed and in, in many of those sorts of ways awesome. and um you know, went on speaking in tongues and um uh, that was just pretty cool yeah, still a Facebook friend to this day. So that one's really neat.
0: hmm So in your uh, work you're in the in the marketplace a lot. Um, what kind of like uh, healing things do you see when you're out in the marketplace? Well,
1: I just left them all. Um, prayed for somebody that had like some allergy symptoms, a stuffy nose, runny eyes or watery eyes, you know, that type of thing. Uh, just real quick as we're looking at some T shirts and and that person was just like so much better. And I kept hearing toothache. Uh, and so I said, do you have a toothache? And he said, no, but my husband does. Uh-huh. So we touched and agreed. And because they're one flesh, and I, that's that's why I was picking up on it, I suppose. And, and I just said, you know, I'm just going to, just out of curiosity, it's like 2.15, our time here. So what's your husband doing? He's at work. Well, you know, ask him today if that 2.15 his toothache and his abscess felt better. Or the pain went away, mm-hmm. you know, just to just to show you that when we prayed here, that, uh, you know, that God heard that and did that for him, wherever his workplace is. That, that's a cool one. You yeah, know, it's simple, doesn't take much time. Um, it's friendly. Most people just, you know, are like, yeah, sure, let's do it. You know. So.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that because it's uh it's a case where he wasn't physically present there, right? Right. So you were able to minister with her to get to him in a remote location. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's pretty cool. I like stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that that was neat. And, you know, I kept, um, I even had it as a physical word of knowledge, like right before I, I got to where she was at. And then as I was talking, I started hearing toothache, toothache. And I was like, okay, I'll ask. <laughs> so, you know. It's just neat to investigate it,
0: yeah, let me ask you this because that that brings up an interesting point, and uh we have about about like two three minutes before we have to break for the segment, a lot of people covet having the word of knowledge as part of their healing toolbox, so to speak. They would like to be able to kind of know what to hear, what to pray for, and just kind of laser focus what it is they want to go after. So since that's something you have experience with, can you talk a little about using that word of knowledge um, for healing purposes and kind of how you got it? Or is there an activation? What can you share about it?
1: Uh, word of knowledge, of course, is, is uh, one of the giftings of the Holy Spirit uh mentioned in the Bible, in, in, uh I believe it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. not totally sure about that. I read it a lot, but so it's in the giftings of the Holy Spirit. So it comes kind of like as a package deal. I really like it because it is pinpoint. Uh, one of the ways that I got activated in it was uh, by doing treasure hunts. Um, so just kind of sit back, relax. You know, just kind of clear your mind, just be in a relaxed state, and ask, ask, uh, ask God, ask Holy Spirit to show you something, and you may have it through, come through like you actually hear it. It may sound totally ridiculous, uh, like what does cauliflower have to do with the kingdom of God? You know, and uh, but then you show up at Walmart, standing next to the cauliflower, and your friend had someone with a red hat and so you wait a few minutes and before long here comes someone by the cauliflower at the grocery store with a red hat on that you know has an issue and they get healed right then you know show up you talk with them and um but that's one way you just relax and you write it down just jot it down on a piece of paper a napkin if you're in a restaurant Mm -hmm. text it to yourself on your phone um and just, and then just go look for it and have fun. You know, enjoy it, enjoy the hunt, um, enjoy the adventure of it. Holy Spirit really loves to have fun and, and He teaches us things through those encounters. So, really, that just anything that you might feel on your body, maybe you become uncomfortable in your knees or any other part of your body. And, um, you know, maybe you can smell something. Maybe you smell like, uh, a bonfire or something, a campfire. And you're like, where is that? You know, But you may smell that when you're in the area. And it kind of gives you clues as to you're in the right place at the right time. That's how it works out for me. But it it's uh, really the box. The lid is off the box on that. Any way you can minister with those words of knowledge. And as you are faithful to go and and look or actually hunt, because Jesus commands us to go, as you go, You'll see those things come to pass, almost like a, since it's a prophetic gifting, uh, it c- becomes fulfilled, the word of prophecy. And it's just as alive and powerful as it is written word in the Bible. Um, so, so, but as you go for it, then you'll, you'll find it and, and those things will come to pass, that healing or that word of encouragement. That's basically as short and simple as I can get on it.
0: Yeah, listeners, it's um it's a very useful tool to have in the toolbox so to speak. And what you'll find is, and let me just give you for listeners that uh, may maybe kind of new to this or not quite sure what's what, what a treasure hunt is, it's when you have, let's say a group of people, like there's maybe four or five of us are going to go out and do some street ministry. We'll grab a piece of paper and we'll just kind of like Daniel says, we'll just kind of kind of get in our spiritual place that we're in and just kind of start listening and one person will say, "Okay, we're looking for a male." He's going to be older and have gray hair. Another person will say, okay, he's going to be wearing a red shirt. Another person will say he's going to have a cane. Another person will say he's from this city, you know, and what'll happen is a picture starts to form. So everybody starts getting um, a, a page full of clues. And as you go out to wherever you are in the marketplace, you'll start looking on this list for who matches the description. And when you do, you find that person and you say, excuse me, we're, you know, we're doing some ministry and uh, we believe we're looking for someone. I think this might be you. And you kind of go down uh, the list. And surprisingly, you will be surprised at uh, <laughs> how accurate this can be. Uh, we've actually done it with our team a couple of times just to kind of you know, kind of sharpen up and just—it's—it's it's basically an exercise of faith just to grow a little bit, and uh, you will be surprised what you find, and uh, it, it's a neat thing to do, and it's kind of fun to do. But remember, all of your spiritual senses need to be exercised. Uh, what God really loves is people who passionately pursue Him with persistence. So you have to always be practicing, always going after it, always trying things, always experimenting. You have to keep going, going, going. And this, this isn't a passive kingdom. This is an active kingdom and you got to stay in motion, stay moving. So, um, so the treasure hunt thing is actually kind of fun. And uh, one last point before we break is that I believe it was Tom loud, who was a previous guest on the show, made a really interesting point the other day. He said, uh, instead of a treasure hunt where you're kind of passing by people, To find who you're looking for, he says, just start ministering to the crowd until you find the treasure within that crowd. So, kind of a Mm -hmm. new, a real interesting take on it that I haven't heard before. So, Listeners, keep that in your mental Rolodex should you ever need to draw upon it in the future. So we are up against our first break. Daniel Bryan Cook from Dark Knight Street Lights, Hickory, North Carolina. Also some training time with Inside Out Training and Equipping School. And we're going to hear more about his background and
2: experience when we return here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Keep it locked here back in a moment. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion
0: Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you. M-I-L-L-I-A-N. We are talking today with Daniel Bryant Cook. Daniel Cook, and you. I use the full name because if you know him on Facebook, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, Dark Night Street Lights, by way of Hickory, North Carolina, from uh, as well as some time with uh, Inside Out Training and Equipping School, doing some. Uh, uh, some classes and training over there, so uh, make sure you check them out as well. Inside Out's a really, really neat place, has some really cool classes, and uh, I know I've learned a lot of stuff from uh, from the teachings, and uh, i worked with Daniel in the past too, so it's, he's a real neat guy, and I'm glad he's uh, joining us today. Uh, before we get back to our interview, I just want to remind you that the program is always available online at dominionfire.com, and make sure that you share the program with anyone you could think of that needs to know about the healing message, because we need to get the word out. People say that oh yeah God's the same yesterday, today, and forever, but the question is, do they believe it and what we need to do is we need to get people believe in this stuff, and uh, the best way is by sharing testimonies and stories, so I do ask you, please share the the program with whomever uh Shows interest in it. And if you are an iTunes or Stitcher's user, if you will please provide a review and a five star rating, of course, because (laughs) why would you give anything less? So, so five star rating, it also helps the program to uh, get up higher in the rankings and get in front of more eyes. And this is how we evangelize, bro. So, Help us out and uh, we do appreciate it. So Dominionfire dot com. Daniel, back to you, my brother. Again, uh, glad to have you here and uh, and, and again your uh, your reputation kind of precedes you, but let's hear the full story directly from you. So, your background and experience, tell us about yourself and uh give us a full report, man. Okay, awesome.
1: Well, you know, um I guess beginning out I went to uh just start at the point of salvation. Um First, I heard about being saved uh, or, or, you know, coming to Christ uh, at 13 years old because my friend, I spent the night with him like every other weekend, and the weekends I wasn't at his house, he was at mine. Uh, so best friend, his his mom used to like rustle us out of bed, make us go to church. <laughs> we didn't have a choice. So... Um, we got there one week, and the youth pastor shared with me that you know how hey, you can have eternal life and so I thought that's a pretty sweet deal, so I accepted with that. I kind of prayed the prayer along with him, and I meant it um and then funny thing was is not long after that, a lot of stuff that was bad for me at thirteen years old started to happen, so I no longer was friends with this. Uh, best friend. That kind of came to an end. Uh, we moved to a different different neighborhood. The kids there were a little rougher, and I grew up with no brothers or sisters, just an only child. My parents didn't have, um, you know, the particular faith that they were active in. Uh, they did, however, make some cool provisions throughout my life, like sent me to a Christian daycare, uh, that type of thing. Mom uh, made sure that grandmother took me to church. So I kind of had that deal going on. And we went to a Methodist church. And But, you know, we had, um, I had a pretty rough rough uh, teenage years. Still read my Bible and stuff and learned things about it. And I didn't really, you know, I just read them as stories, not as reality. And um, by the time I was mm, 25 years old, I had bought a house. Uh, had a had a girlfriend that was going to marry and that didn't work out. So just kind of like a lot of rough stuff. Had a a son that was about eight years old at that point. So I had a child born to me very young, and I I share that because there's a lot of young people out there nowadays, and maybe they feel like their life's over because they've. Um, They've had a, a child at a young age. I just would say to them, you know, hey, remember, Jesus' mother was probably a teenager as well. Right. So, uh, you know, it's not a light responsibility, but at the same time, God's there to back you up in that. And, um, you know, when um, I ended up after, you know, my mother passed of cancer, that's one thing really that, that I can still say drives me uh, to, you know, passionately towards God uh, is is cancer because I lost my mother to cancer and we didn't know any better and we had a lot of people that prayed but I don't know what they know you know you never know what they they're praying or how they're praying or what way they're they're really believing for so uh, I felt that that was important you know that my mother passed I had an encounter about eight years after that and that's after going to Teen Challenge for two years one as a student went to a really good one, and uh, I was at it for one year as a student, one year as a as an intern. Learned a lot about ministry and stuff there, kind of being able to work with the staff people, but there were still some things that I didn't come into the knowledge of until later on, and, and I left that, that facility, I came back home, um, ended up, I got back on drugs, um, and by the way, that's how you end up at a team challenge center is because you, you basically didn't get it right. And you, you ended up very broken. So I had a lot of brokenness there, uh, teens and early twenties. And, but you know, I always kind of like, you know, like most people I run into today say, yeah, I believe in God or I believe in Jesus. You know, I did too, but I didn't know how to apply that to my life. And, uh, what little bit I did learn sometimes I, I wasn't very faithful with. And, um, but the thing that changed it for me was actually through Facebook. I got on a, on someone's status. I don't even remember how I became friends with this person, but just probably through the connections that I shared on Facebook already. But uh, I asked for a word on Medic's thread, uh, on the prophetic thread that he had. And he's now David and Joseph. Hmm. And somebody prayed like what they saw for me. And at that point in my life, just a few years ago, I was—I uh, had gotten a DUI. I didn't have a car, license, barely had a place to live, was close to being homeless. And uh, that person spoke what was exactly my situation. They said, I see you in a taxi cab, and you're looking out the glass at all the people, and you're wondering what's going on in their lives. And that was me to a T. Like, how could they know that I didn't have a license and I'll have to be riding in a taxi cab? I don't Mm -hmm. think the person that gave me that word actually knew that. But they just relayed what God showed them to me, and it made sense to me. And so that began a journey, and then I hooked up with Inside Out a few months after that. um, I actually prayed for a friend because I felt like I didn't have a friend. I prayed for someone to help me to walk in the supernatural things because I believed that they happened and uh, I'd seen videos, all these guys that you see, I'd seen them in videos, and I thought, well, they're not any different than me, and and they're just a person like I am, but God's using them, and I want to be used that way, and and but I don't know how. So, God, would you please send me somebody to help me? And uh, within a couple of weeks, I met someone at a church, and they were more well acquainted with it, so they shared some tips, and that was actually the person I did the first treasure hunt with. Um so, you know, one thing after another, but my heart was just going towards God, towards God. The things of the world were losing their their shine, if you will, and, and I just had to have God. I had to have the real thing, like I had to have it, you know. And so um, that kind of began my pursuit, and uh, God made a lot of cool connections after that with people in the kingdom. And um So ever since then, I've just started running for God, and I hadn't really looked back. (laughs) Like, it's just been good. It's been amazing, uh, all the things that He's done. I've seen a lot of people healed, a lot of people saved. Um, I've even seen, and I'll share this. I'm not afraid to share this, but I've seen uh, sad situations come where someone was healed, and then something happened, um, and and they they lost their healing, and then they died. You know, I've seen that, and, and I'm just a regular little guy you know i mean i'm I'm, i didn't go to medical school to be a doctor or anything i have a high school education i have a son that i love and i have friends and family that i love and um you know so it's uh you know there's a lot of redemption has taken place in my life and a lot a lot of god buying back those things in sight just expect more and more of that and and in the midst of some of the toughest times I've seen God do the most amazing things in my life. And then, um, and it spills over into other people's lives. And so that for me is, you know, that's kind of my story where I'm from. And so I I connect with people on the, that on the, I guess we might would put them into the category of the average Joe or the everyday guy or gal that's, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, works a job or, you know, just, uh, has a family and they're, they're, um, just doing life the best that they know how, and um, to be able to present uh, the reality of Jesus Christ to them um, in a tangible way, in a real way, uh, is is amazing. Because I feel like deep down inside, I wish I had known this. Like, well, why was I missing it all along? And and just, um whole Christian life has just you know skyrocketed, and my faith has skyrocketed, and uh, my my love for life, uh, for abundance that Jesus spoke of is just really skyrocketed and I just um because of that I can't it's hard for me to contain myself sometimes, you know, and uh I I feel like I shouldn't work at that, but sometimes I do have to bring it down so I can, you know, give it to someone in a form they can understand but um just the amazing things and deliverances and different things that I've seen and, and um you know, it's, it makes, it makes whatever suffering I went through, but I don't care. It's like, it's gone.
0: That's good stuff, man. I'm glad to hear that. You know, your story echoes and mirrors a lot of people that have gone through this journey and who have come out of it on the other side uh, in a similar place. And it's, it's so awesome to hear of just the restoration and redemption that, that Jesus provides. It's so cool, man. I'm, I'm, I know I'm glad that uh, it worked out for you the way you did, and uh, thank you for sharing that. So, listeners, we are up against our second break here. When we come back, we're going to be hearing some lesson time. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We'll be back momentarily.
2: Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support.
0: Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, listeners, final segment, Heal the Sick podcast. A million here with you. Daniel Brian Cook joining us on the phone from North Carolina. We're talking today about all kind of cool testimonies, neat signs and wonders happening and uh Daniel was telling us about his journey in the last segment. Now, in this segment, we we usually talk about some sort of uh lesson or practical application of just ministry in general, and what Daniel would like to speak with us about today is the topic of intimacy and what comes out of having that intimacy with uh, with Jesus and and uh, just walking in a place of that. So, Daniel, what can you share with us on that topic?
1: Well, the most important thing, Revelation, that opened up intimacy with Jesus in light of the things that I had been through was that. Promise. Once I understood that He said, "I'll be with you always," that kind of that kind of did it for me. Like once I understood and and was able to look back through my life and see that He was there all the time, even in those bad times, and that He was He was willing to do something about it in those times, but I just didn't acknowledge He was there. So you know, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says, you know. Lean on uh, in all your ways. Lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge Him, and He'll make your path straight. So you know that that's that was really it. That I began to acknowledge Him and every day to day and practice His presence. By uh, that I mean there were times when I felt like I was just pretending God was there, but I pretended it uh, even harder if it felt like pretending. I would just I would just go off the fact that he said he would be with me always. And so I began, As that process uh, unfolded, he began to show up. And it wasn't that he wasn't showing up before, but it was that my awareness of him began to quicken and began to come to life. And I would see him in everyday things, you know. And um, when I would read the scriptures, they would open up to me uh, and I would begin to receive understanding and wisdom. Um, and and just actually get to know Him more as I pretend, and now I'm no longer pretending. You know, now it's a reality. And uh, so it took some a bit of work or effort on my part to begin to perceive God was there uh, always, that, that He was with me always. And so that really, you know, just as I go through daily life, my heart desires just go out to Him. And sometimes I find that, I might find myself thinking about something in the morning um, that happens later that day that I, you know, I I didn't know about. And I just, I know that it's, it's the Holy Spirit just kind of speaking to me, giving me cues and heads ups on what things are going to happen throughout my day or maybe next week or next month, you know, that, that's, um, but just to make it simple, just as I believe that Jesus was with me all the time and as i acknowledge that he was there and paid attention and even just throw out some questions you know like well, what what am i doing here what what do you want to do here what do you want to do here jesus it what, what is it that, What's what's your plan for me you know being in this shopping mall today or or in this you know environment what do you want to do here and then once i feel like that he's um you know that's intimate that's friendship you know, it's like, what do you want to do at the mall, Jesus? It's <laughs> had you know, to make it super spiritual. You know, it's like, well, what do you, what do you want to buy? What do you want me to eat for lunch? You know, sometimes it starts very small like that. What shirt do you want me to wear today? You know, because there's somebody with that red hat on that maybe God spoke to them to wear that red hat that day, and now you've now you've met them at the supermarket. You know, so he's with he's with us. The revelation of God with us. Manuel was a big deal, and so now it makes everything have more flavor, if you will. It's just got the zest; it's got the flavor in it. So that's what I would say. Like, and it's not necessarily about you know. I wake up in the morning. I spend thirty minutes, you know, reading my Bible, which is great, but it's about like you know knowing that when I wake up, He's there. He was there while I was asleep. And so just that that realization has made a huge difference in my, in my life and my every day. It, it does away with fear. It does away with anxiety. It does away with a lot of things that, that hold us back from becoming the people that God intends for us to be. And so when we're intimate with him, you know, it's like we're sharing. Do you like, do you like, uh, you know, nuts on your sunday for mcdonalds you know it's you get to know the things that god um cares about and some of them are so maybe small to us but it's a big deal to him so we become united with his heart for the place the area that we're at and everyone in our proximity and and um and so you know it's it's our spirit it's where we're commanded to go into into all the world, into the cosmos, as it were. And so so everywhere, and we're to share the gospel. So it makes that happen. So out of that intimate place comes power and, um, and authority as well. I mean, you have it otherwise, but you want to be working with the Lord and Him confirming what you're doing with signs, wonders, and miracles. And uh because you're you're his disciple then, now you're listening. Now now out of that intimate place you've become a learner and he's he's able to share with you in a in a moment of time, just like you were one of those guys in Gal- Galilee, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John or whatever, but he's with you now just like he was with them then. And and you might not have it all together, but in that moment he's able to show you something that's great and mighty that you did not know before. That's his phone number. It's uh, Jeremiah three three three. Call him up and he'll answer you. You know, and so that really that intimacy. But it, it, it's time. You know, you put in time, and it's not about how much time, but it's just about your heart's desire going going to him. And and um, so you you know you. I can think of one example really quick, but. Uh, I went to the lake with some friends, I actually caught this one on video. You can check it out on YouTube, but it's um we're we're sitting there and there's i go and there's a log jam under this this bridge, the nice little beachy spot, log jam in the water. I think that's atrocious let's let me get that out of here. so I start pulling logs and I'm floating them on down this stream. Well it ends up being the place that we baptize a lady that just got saved and healed. If I hadn't, my natural uh, comings and goings were what I worked along with the Lord on. So we had a place, perfect place to baptize that lady. It's just really hmm. neat, you know, and, and it's like after the fact, you know, you take those encounters and you go back and then you talk them over with the Lord. You know, you know, you know what? Well, well, that was so cool. Like, you know, I didn't know, Jesus, that you were going to baptize that lady there, that you used my natural uh, desire for that to be an aesthetically pleasing spot to hang out on the river, to make a place for that lady to be baptized. You know, that was just like right next to where we were at, because I didn't like snakes. <laughs> didn't want any snakes in there. No. But
0: nor do I blame you. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. And so, but today there was an encounter, and I'll just read a few things. This is this is my heart. Is like since I know this stuff, <clears throat> now I'm responsible for it. And it's not overbearing, you know. It's not. Jesus gives me rest on it. um When I come to Him, He gives me rest. So, and I just of I just keep coming back, and I won't stop. And so, this gentleman gave me. He shared that he had a his brain. He's paralyzed on his left side. He's sitting outside the mall, in a chair. He can walk some, but I, he wouldn't get up and walk for me. But it's because, and he, he's believing a lie basically and, and so I don't like that I like the truth and I don't like the lies because it's holding people back from being what they God meant them to be and enjoying the full life that he has for them and it's his testimony he gave me this after I, I began praying with him and um, you know I'm working I want to work to a place to where I don't care what you say and I have been at that place but I, you know we're all growing and, and, and learning and each encounter is a little different and so that intimacy helps in those moments. And, just, you know, I had, um, he shared this as his testimony. He said, on May 1st, 1966, I was thrown into this unforgiving world for a promise, um, for a purpose. And that purpose is stated in Psalm seventy-eight, eight eight. Okay, so he's citing scripture. But when I was 13 to 18 months of age, the Lord allowed my eyes to be blackened. From then on, he allowed my legs to be broken. And then two months after my 12th birthday, he had to strengthen my chastisements and he allowed my body to be struck by a car. When I was 18, he allowed a dump truck pulling a bulldozer to run over my left leg. The reason he goes on, the reasons he allowed these afflictions to come upon me was to first, to show his love for us. And and like that statement just turns my turns my stomach inside out. Now, because, right there with You, <laughs> you know, I, I said to him, it's it's it is inconsistent to have Jesus die and pay a price for healing. And for you to believe that he put this sickness and these things on you. That's just inconsistent that, you know, we'll talk about it later, but, you know, it, it just doesn't add up. There's something off there. And so I was able to just say that to him, hug him, love him. You know'll we'll connect again, but um there's a lot of people that think like that, and I don't know well, I think it comes from the lies born of the devil, but you know there's people that will stand up in church, churches, and say the same thing, and um, you know, God mm-hmm. gave me this uh to teach me perseverance or whatever and and it's just inconsistent if Jesus died to pay for it all. And said it was finished, it's inconsistent to have people believing that they have an affliction for the glory of God, and um they're healed for the glory of God, so that's really on my heart. you know that's something close to my heart, yeah. and I'm learning to verbalize that with people more often how to how to verbalize that.
0: Yeah, I think what gets me in the whole thing, and, and, you know, I, I understand why people think that, you know, it's what people are taught and it's just what they know. And, you know, you can't, I I don't, you know, no pun intended with this, but you can't blame a blind man for stepping on your toe. It's just one of those things people don't always know. But what breaks my heart a lot of times is it breaks my heart for God, to be very honest with you. You know, it's like, it's your daddy, and you're basically not only accusing him of harming you, you're accusing a a, a father of harming his child, and then praising him for doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how crazy is that? And in it, just the the in in my mind, like in my spirit, I just feel Daddy God's heartbreak just just the the heart the heavy heartedness that he must feel and the grief that he must feel. When people accuse him of that, and then praise him for it, it's just it it, it breaks my heart on his behalf, if that makes sense. Mm. And uh, it's it's just a sad thing, and it just it's just what people are taught sometimes. And uh, you know, I just it it. It hurts me a lot, too. And I I hate seeing that. So I'm I'm glad you shared that because it's a legit thing. And it is something that in ministry we have to deal with. It's just, you know, you have to just meet people where they're at sometimes. And in this gentleman's case, that's just where he's at right now. And you have to you'll have to work through that with him, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm confident you'll do. And that's uh, it's, it's good that you bring that up. And thank you for that. Daniel, if people would like to talk with you more, maybe they've been through a similar situation or dealing with the same things. If they would like to catch up with you, talk with you, chat with you, or have you pray for them, where can people find you and contact you?
1: Well, you can uh, work a lot, but I'm okay with giving out just my phone number. Um, it's 828-234-1113. And you can call that from anywhere in the U.S., just be long distance or whatever. Um, and then I also have, uh, you can catch me on Facebook, Daniel Bryant Cook III. And um, you can also check out videos and stuff where I've uh, captured some things on video on YouTube, Daniel Cook, YouTube Daniel Cook. And then there's a page, a Dark Night Streetlight page on Facebook. And it's all one word dark nights, street lights. And so you can look that up on Facebook. Friend me on Facebook. See so many healings uh, via chat message and just different things like that. It's amazing. And um, so that's pretty much all the contact.
0: All right, Daniel. It has been a pleasure to have you here, and thank you so much for joining us today i'm um, uh love hearing the story. love sharing kind of the uh the war stories with our guests and just uh just hearing the experience that everyone's having and basically that's it. Everybody's having very similar experiences, and it does not matter. Where they come from, what their walk of life is, what their background—God is consistently doing the work in everybody's life, and it's just a matter of pursuing it and going after it. And I'm just so glad that you're doing that and sharing that with us today. So it is—it's uh, awesome to have you here. As we get to the end of our show and our segment here, I always ask if you will please pray for our audience, and uh, if you get any word of knowledge or uh, word of knowledge or prompting of any kind, and. Uh, and anything like that, let it rip. So at this point, would you please pray specifically for healing for our audience and take us all the way to the amen, please?
1: Sure. Be glad to. Thanks, man. Uh, Father God, I just thank you for each person listening out there today, God. I know that they are so loved by you. And I just pray for that lady right now that that needs a reliable car, maybe a young mother. God, I just thank you for just releasing that car to her, just a reliable one. Lord, I thank you for that being done. I thank you for faith for that lady just to be able to see it and it become reality for her. God, I thank you for um, just healing uh, legs, healing ankles, healing like somebody with a left ankle. Maybe you got it in a brace right now that it just be healed. I speak to it, be healed right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for just each and every listener. God, I pray that they increase and they grow in the knowledge of God and that their eyes, that the eyes of their understanding would be just flooded with light so that they can begin to encounter you. And Lord, I pray for those that are weary, Lord, that they're they're feeling deep down. I pray, Lord, that you lift them up today, God. I just speak a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit into their life right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus, just for being being a friend to those who are uh, friendless or lonely today, God. I pray that you just shine your light on on them and on their lives. Help them to make connections. Uh, Just lead them divinely. Let them hear your voice. Let them feel your presence with them. In every moment, and I pray for just those out there today that may be struggling with uh, their marriages and they need help, they need hope, they need faith and love in their marriage. I pray that that just that marriages just be healed today in Jesus' name. Uh, and I thank you, Lord, for healing thyroid issues right now in Jesus' name. You just heal every thyroid issue right now. Just be healed in Jesus' name. Every chemical imbalance, be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for those things. Thank you, Jesus. You're my healer, and uh, you're worthy of praise. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you for that, Jesus. We just thank you for uh, rejoicing and dancing over each and every person listening. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: It has been a pleasure to have you here. and um Ah, love it, love it, love it. So listeners, if anyone receives any kind of healing from that prayer, if that was uh, you that was called out in that, by all means, let us know. You can email us at dominionfirechurch at com, and uh, we will be happy to share that testimony. So... Listeners, I want to thank you, as always, for being here. Daniel, I want to thank you for being here and uh, being kind enough to share your story with us. And um, at any time, make sure to visit the website at dominionfire.com. You can email me at the previous aforementioned address, dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, facebook.com slash Dominionfire. Twitter is at Healing Minister and uh, YouTube is Dominion Fire Church. So if you search any of those areas, you will find us. And uh, if you are trying to get in touch with Daniel and for whatever reason you can't, make sure you contact us and I will make sure that you get all connected up and uh, you can uh, chat with him directly. So we will make sure that you get in touch. So we thank you as always for listening. We thank you for checking us out. And uh, as we always say here at our ministry, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.